Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com, we've done your homework. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, April 26th, and we are here answering your financial questions, trying to help you navigate whatever's going on in your money life. And I say whatever is going on because every time we hear from one of you, the circumstances are slightly different. It's kind of like, yeah, I mean, there are some best practices and you can glean a lot from listening to our conversations with someone else who maybe sounds a little bit like you, or maybe you're just like me, you're a voyeur and you want to hear people's stories. Regardless, if you have a particular issue on your mind, it makes so much sense to get in touch with us. Just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Upper right-hand corner, there is a contact us button. And at the bottom of the form that you complete, there's a little question that says, let us know if you want to come on the air and you check the box. Mark does everything else. So that is fabulous. You might as well bookmark the uh, the website because you'll want to come back to it. You will. Today, we are on the line from George, who is contacting us from Massachusetts. Now, George, we're just uh, a week beyond Patriots Day. So are you exhausted from running the marathon? I'm very exhausted. I, I made sure to run in for the last five miles. <laughs> You know, I just, I took it easy. I just wanted everyone else to get a chance to win. So it was a, thank goodness, a, a, a marathon without incident, which is really perfect. That's what we want to hear. It was gorgeous and, um, weather. Really good and good running weather, as I remember from being a runner a hundred years ago. Now, George, what brings you to us? What's going on? So uh, I have uh, an inherited IRA uh, that I acquired uh, when my mom passed away. Oh, uh, sorry about in- that. Thank you. Um, it was it was back in 2016, and um, it was it was in the amount of about 50 52k. Mm-hmm. And I I haven't been doing much um, with it. I have really haven't done anything with it, to be honest. I'm in my mid 40s, so I don't uh, think of retirement accounts as 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 income. I just think of them as sort of an investment vehicle to save. Yeah, and I'm just uh, open to some ideas on on. How I should be managing the money. I've been mainly just keeping it in cash. Not sure if I should be doing something more aggressive. Why have you kept it in cash? <laughs> I don't. Want- you, is that just because you ignored it for a I, bit? 
I, 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 I hated thinking about it, to be okay. honest. It, I it understand. just depressed me. And, yeah. um, and I, I, I opened up another brokerage account in, in the meantime, um, just because it seemed a little less loaded yeah. uh, to, to think about. And, you know, it, it just took me a while to sort of wrap my mind around on the rules and, and, and what, what I should be doing with it. Was your mother taking distributions from her retirement plan before she passed away? Uh, she was not. Okay. So you are not subject to the newer rules, which require the person who has an inherited IRA to take the money out within 10 years. So you have a nice long runway before you actually need to take the money out. That's so right. that's the good news. Now, is this account, have you retitled it? Has it called a beneficiary IRA? I think so. It, okay. It, I, I've, I've changed it in my name like shortly after she okay. passed away. And okay. I, I've been taking minimum, I've been taking the minimum withdrawals every year. And how much are those minimum distributions right now? About 1300 I, I get okay. the taxes taken okay. out. So yep. I get to keep about like eight or 900 of it. And what are you doing with the eight to $900 right now? I've been using that to fund the, the brokerage account. So how much money's in the brokerage account now? About 20, but I, I mixed it with a little bit of savings. Mm-hmm. That's um, okay. That's good. And tell us a little bit more. You said you're in your mid-40s. Are you married, partnered, single? Uh, uh, partnered, uh, okay. but we sort of keep our finances separate. Mm. I always love those <laughs> partnerships. Mark and I were just talking about that, right, Mark, weren't we? We were just talking about like uh, having, because both Mark and I make a lot less than our partners. And so there's like this crossover moment where it's like you make a little bit less and you're like, yeah, let's split everything 50-50. And then they make a lot more and you're like, maybe not so much. Okay. So do you guys live together? Uh, we do. Okay. And so tell us, are you renting or owning? I own. Okay. Tell us. And he says, notice, by the way, Mark, he says, I own. So the 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 place you live is your house or apartment. Um, how much is it worth? Probably about 450 That's great. Okay. Um, and what's, is there a mortgage outstanding? There's no mortgage. No mortgage. Wow. Okay. What do you do in terms of a living? How much do you make? Um, I make about 100 a year. Mm-hmm. And do you use a retirement plan at work? I do. Um, I'm lucky that I get 10% of my salary automatically put into a retirement account, and then Mm -hmm. I save the max on top of that. So they're doing 10% of your salary as the employer, and then on top of that, you're putting in the 20,500 max. Yep. Yowza. Is it a 403B? It is. Okay. How much is in there right now? Uh, About 600. Holy smokes, man. Will you be entitled to any pension benefits at retirement? I won't. Okay. We talked about the brokerage account, which has about 20 grand. You've got the 403B. Any other retirement assets, an IRA, a Roth IRA? Um, I've got a Roth IRA that has about 13. In the Roth IRA, do you make contributions every year or not so much right now? I've been doing uh, I've been doing the the max every year for like the last last two or three years. Okay, that's great. That's fantastic. Okay, any other assets that we are not paying attention to that you're you know like oh gosh by the way I have a rental property in Somerville and it's a triple decker and I make a <laughs> go boatload of money from it or something like that. No, no. Okay. I mean I've got an emergency fund on the How side. How much is in there? Uh, about thirty. Great. And do you split the expenses of your house with a partner or are you really floating this yourself? Um, We split the expenses. Okay. 
I presume since you don't have a mortgage, there's no other debt in your life, correct? Correct. Okay. Mom's retirement account. Are you ready to do something with it now? Yeah, I think I am. I mean, I, I think sort of seeing the performance of the markets over the last couple of years and, you know, enough time having passed, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ready to, I, I think I've been able to sort of contribute to my emergency fund in the last couple of years. So I feel a little bit more confident about taking on a little more risk yeah. with this, but just, you know, I think confused about what, you know, how the risks translates into the minimum uh, withdrawals. So there's a few things to consider. One is that, you know, you could accelerate it a tiny bit. Just again, if you're going to use, okay, so you're using the traditional retirement account through work, which means I'm just looking quickly, you're filing single, which means that your top bracket right now is 22%. Now, I guess there is some argument to be made for taking the money out a little bit faster from the inherited IRA as long as you stay in the 22% tax bracket just to get it out and moved into the brokerage account and have the tax liability settled. I don't think it's a huge risk, by the way, that your tax brackets are going to go up dramatically because you're not in such a low or high bracket that I think you're at risk of that. But if you just wanted to If you wanted to put this all together, you might say, well, you know, instead of $1,300 a year, maybe I'll take, you know, a few thousand dollars, pay the tax that's due, move it into the brokerage account. But if you just want to do it a little bit at a time, all you need to make sure is that you've got enough cash in the account to take the distribution every year. So So maybe to be safe, you always keep, say, two years of distributions on hand in cash, which would be... I don't know. Let's not say through it. Let's say, uh, let's say fifteen hundred. So you'd always want three grand in cash, and everything else could get invested. Theoretically, it really could be. The question is really what your um, your risk tolerance is, and if you feel like you're ready to do this, um, you would essentially just say, "Well, you know what? Let's uh, markets are down, bond markets are down. Maybe I'll just put this into a nice." simple portfolio where it's like a little bit of a stock index, a little bit a little bit of a US stock index, a little bit of a international index, a little bit of a short slash intermediate term bond index, go to sleep at night and be done with it. Are you the kind of person that would feel uncomfortable doing that at all all at once? Uh, not with this. I, I think if I was doing that for everything, maybe so. But I think with this particular fund, I I, I would feel okay doing it all at once. Mark, do you feel like um, we should try to get some of the money out, pay the tax, and move it into the brokerage account? I would personally try to do it sooner rather than later. Mark's a little nervous that we get higher tax rates, and you don't have a ton of deductions right now. So, I mean, if you make a hundred, let me just do do a quick back of the envelope here. You make a hundred, you put twenty thousand into the retirement account. You got your standard deduction. So you're 70. So maybe your taxable income was something around 70. Instead of taking your $1,300, if you really want to be, let's do 15,000. You could take $15,000 out right now of the account. Okay. It would be added, that $15,000 would be added to your taxable income, but it would keep you in the 22% tax bracket. You pay the tax that's due on that $15,000. You put the money in the brokerage account. Now it's just, it's done. And you do the same thing for the next few years. 
so that we we empty out this account while you're still in the 22% tax bracket. And here's why that's beneficial to you. You know that the money's already been taxed. The money is available to you. you. You're not worried about what happens to tax rates in the future. If you and your partner eventually were to get married and, you're, and then all of a sudden you jump into a higher tax bracket or something like that, then you're not worried about anything about that. Now, the benefit of that is just that it's kind of like it's done and we're going to get rid of this account eventually. And then you'll sort of never have to look at this thing called beneficiary IRA that brings you back to like sadness. And if you were going to do that, you would take the money out of cash right now. And then when you invest some of the other money, you would actually be much less aggressive in your investing. Okay. Let's just pretend here we are. It's April. Do you, are you feeling like this is something you could do, George, or do you feel like you just want to leave it alone and delay taking all the money out as long as possible? I've been going back and forth between those two ideas. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of open. I, okay. I'm going to say, I think you should get the money out. Okay. That's Mark and I are going to vote for getting your money out. So here's what I would do. So now of $52,000, you've taken a dis- you've already taken some money for this year or not? I did. I took this year's out already. You did. But that's just the required minimum distribution. You can take more than that out. So you took out whatever it was, $1,300, right? Let's say you took $12,000 out right now. Okay. And now there's 40 grand left. Of that 40 grand, I would leave 10 in cash because in January, I want to do the same thing all over again. So I'd leave 10 to 15 in cash for next year's distribution. I would take the remaining balance of, let's say, 25 or 30 grand. And of that money, I would be a 50-50 investor. I probably wouldn't even be 50-50. I'd probably be 40 stock. I would be 40 bond. And then I would have 20% stay in cash for the following year. If you want to be less conservative than that, then I would just make it a 50-50. 50% stock, 50% bonds? Yeah. Okay. Then get the money out. And then how's the brokerage account money invested right now? It's a little bit of a... It's 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 mainly equities, mainly stocks. I, I don't Like individual a, stocks because you're a guy who's a stock picker? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's been my it's been like a sandbox of of just playing with with different stocks. I don't like playing. Can you just like stop playing? Are you making any money? <laughs> I've made a little bit of money. Do you, how um, do you feel about just being boring index funds? I've got index funds too. Okay, with no mortgage and a nice salary, what's your cash flow looking like every month? Do you have a lot of extra cash? I, I do have some extra cash, and I've been using that to fund the the Roth. And also last couple of years since the pandemic, I stopped eating out. <laughs> and I've been putting that into the a brokerage account as well. Um, but I mean, like in a normal time, now we're at normal times. You're going to start eating out. You live in a good eating town, a decent eating town, I would say in Boston. Not great. She's dripping with sarcasm here in her New York <laughs> mindset. You can go to Providence if you want good food. Um, anyway, um, if you start eating normally and you're going out and you're traveling a little bit, you are saving a lot of money, though. And so I guess the question is, considering your pre-pandemic lifestyle, do you feel like you have extra money to sock away also? I do. All right. So we're going to build up the brokerage account. And you're in great shape. How much longer are you going to work? Uh, I'd, I'd love to be able to have the option to retire in my mid-50s, uh, but at least to the mid-50s. That's where I'm Would you have health care through work or not? I'd have to pay for it. Hmm. We're, I'd be able to get work's negotiated rate 
Oh, well, that's okay. In my 50s. That's not so bad. You know, you'll have a million dollars by then. It's be socked away. You'll have a house. I mean, how much could you possibly spend considering how much money you're saving? You know, you are saving good money. So 20, 26, you're probably saving 30 grand a year. So that says to me, you're probably not spending much more than five or six grand a month, if that. Have you ever run those numbers? I did. Um, I, I have. I I spend maybe about 4000 a month. Well, that's a pretty good guess, Lessinger. Okay. So four grand a month. So at age 55, could you live on four grand a month? You know, I mean, inflated. We, we pretend it, like in today's dollars. Yeah, sure. It argues to get that money out of the retirement environment as much as possible and build up the brokerage account. It really does. And by the way, you don't have to like retire full time. You could do a little part time work. Would would you consider like in, in the next couple of years, maybe shifting a little bit of the money that I'm putting in the 403B yes. to a brokerage account? Yep. And not and not hit the ceiling. Yep. Like I might have. take I might t- instead of like so let's say this year's twenty thousand five hundred. They're putting ten percent away for you. So if you pulled back and said instead of twenty thousand five hundred, I put ten grand in and put the other money in the brokerage account, I'd be fine with that. But if you're gonna do that, just be careful when we do the inherited IRA stuff. Cause I still I want to keep you in the twenty two percent tax bracket. So you would you would reduce the amount you pull from the inherited IRA to make sure you stay underneath the 22% bracket. And the 22% bracket, remember, is adjusted for the money you put into your retirement account and the standard deduction. So if we're, if we're putting less money in the retirement account, you will pull less money out of the inherited IRA so that you remain in the 22% bracket. Can I ask you a question though? And Why not? When I look at my, when I look at sort of the summary I get from my my taxes, it says uh-huh. I'm actually in the thirteen percent. Or I've it, uh, you know why it says that? It says that's your effective tax rate. May I give a quick tax lesson for you all? <laughs> Listen up, George. It's for everybody. This is not for you. The way taxes work is they're progressive. So when you are, let's just use it, you, George, as a single guy. The first $10,000 or so that you pay tax on is taxed at a 10% rate. The next chunk of money from 10276 right up until just below 42000 is a 12% rate. The amount over 41776 up to 89000 that's at the 22% tax bracket. If you think about your actual tax situation, you make 100 20,000 comes off the top because you've put it into your 403B. That brings you down to 80, right? Then you claim the standard deduction. The standard deduction for a single person is just under 13,000. So essentially, you're really only paying taxes on about $67,000 or so. And that puts you, most of the money is being taxed at a blended rate, the effective tax rate of 13%. So when everyone says to me, I'm getting taxed up the yin-yang, you're the opposite of that. You're the only person who's like, yeah, but my effective tax rate's actually lower, which is the true for most people, which is we look at our top bracket and we assume that's how all of our money is being taxed. That's not the case in your situation and it's not the case in most people's situation. Make sense? That's super helpful. Thank you. Ah, another happy, happy character. Mark, are you satisfied with this conversation? Oh, wait a second. 
what's up with your estate planning? Is the partner going to have be able to pull the plug or do you have some siblings? Do you have parents you have to take care of? What's going on? The, the, the estate planning is taken care of. Uh, oh, the, the partner can pull the plug. <laughs> because Mark and I like to volunteer for that job <laughs> as much as possible. Um, hey, I'll it, make you the backup. <laughs> I, love, I love being contingent. Any other questions for us? You feel okay about this? This has been, this has been terrific. Thank you both for, oh. for, for your help. It is our pleasure. Now, if you are like George and maybe you're putting off dealing with something, this is very common, by the way. I can't tell you how many times I've run into this. Like in my previous life as a financial advisor, this is an incredibly common occurrence, which is someone dies, you're close to this person. The asset attached to that person has a lot of emotional weight. So if you need some help, I say, I want to take a deep breath. I want to figure out what to do next, but I feel completely at sea. Mark and I would love to help you out. So just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Don't forget to let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air, just like George. And while you're on the website, you can sign up for the free weekly newsletter. You can check out all the great content that's there and uh, subscribe to our sister broadcast, which is called Eye on Money. Please put your hands metaphorically on someone's back today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 